This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. Today I would like to continue with the music of Woody Shaw. In particular, I would like to look at the years 1978 and 1979, which were very important and very fruitful years, musically speaking, for him. In 1978, he did a live recording at the Village Vanguard. Those tracks were released in a record, actually in a number of records. One was called Stepping Stones, and some of those tracks were also released on Woody 3. That's another record that I would really like to concentrate on today, because his writing on the album Woody 3, is probably his best writing. Um, it was a rather large ensemble that he was writing for, and it's a three-movement piece, Woody 1, 2, and 3. You heard part of Woody 1 in the intro of the show, but i like to start with a track called Woody 2, and it is a wonderful piece. It starts with a bass solo, but the melody is written as a very intricate, kind of a brass-heavy, actually kind of a low-brass-heavy sound, and you'll find that in a lot of this record, that he likes the sound of flutes, and you hear flutes, a lot of flutes and pickles, but you also hear a lot of low brass, uh, mostly trombone and bass trombone. But the written melody for this piece is very angular, very typical of the way Woody plays, but it's beautifully performed. Let's check out the melody to Woody 2 and then his solo, which is magnificent. ensemble that we just heard sounds more like a big band arrangement as opposed to you know something we would expect from Woody Shaw but his writing on this is really really good and it shows an incredible depth and understanding of big band arranging and now let's check out his solo on this piece which is wonderful
The next track we're going to listen to is entitled Woody 3. It's a beautiful lullaby, and it's a piece of music that is um, strongly influenced by, I believe, the French composer Eric Satie. It starts with this, this lovely melody actually played on the piano, and then Woody picks it up on flugelhorn, and then it's played by a brass ensemble. Again, wonderful writing. And then it moves into this very kind of lighthearted, almost childlike, uh, again, strong influence of Satie. And then uh, Woody plays the melody again, on the flugelhorn then then launches into a, a magnificent improvisation. This is really a lovely piece of music and I believe this was written for his young son and it is, it is a wonderful piece and it's a great testament to his ability to, to move from very kind of a hard-edged, angular, aggressive style playing to a very kind of introspective, very deep and, and sensitive sound and approach to playing. So I think you're really going to like this piece. It's called Woody 3 and it's broken up into a number of different sections. So the three pieces on this record, Woody 1, 2, and 3, really show his ability as a composer and arranger, a great understanding of color and texture. Um, They're wonderful tracks, and of course the other tracks, the live performances on that record, are wonderful. Let's talk about those live performances. They were actually done in 1978 at a date at the Village Vanguard. I would like to play two tracks from that session. Uh, The first is called Escape Velocity, and just by the title of it, you can can imagine it's going to be quite fast. This is one of Woody's greatest performances. It's a kind of a interesting piece. It has very uh, loose harmony underlying. It's not a traditionally constructed song. In other words, it's not like from the 1930s or 40s songbook. This is a jazz composition. I believe it was written by the pianist in the group, and he plays an amazing solo on this. So this is Woody Shaw's solo from the 1978 Live to Vanguard date on Escape Velocity.
The next piece we're going to listen to from that same session is an original composition that Woody Shaw had written, I believe, back in the 1960s. It's called In a Capricornian Way. It's a lovely waltz. It's a little slower, so you can really hear how agile his, his playing is and how he just plays effortlessly. And I believe on this um, recording, he is using the, a cornet. On Woody 3, he uses cornet on all the fast pieces, and on the ballad Woody 3, he uh, uses um, a flugelhorn, which gives him a different sound, a much more a broader sound, a darker sound that is in great contrast to his recordings from the 60s and early 70s when he was strictly playing the trumpet. So we're going to check out his composition in a Capricornian way and a magnificent solo. last track we're going to listen to on today's show and to close out our series on Woody Shaw is from a 1982 live recording in New York City at a place called the Jazz Forum. It was released on an album called Master of the Art and the name of the composition is Diane and it's a traditionally constructed piece of music and it's I guess you would call a walking ballad not really a very slow ballad but it's definitely uh, slower than your, your traditional you know, medium swing pieces. The band was fantastic. It also featured Steve Terray on trombone and Bobby Hutcherson on, on Vibes. And this is um, it's just a great track. Again, it's a jazz standard, and it shows that, you know, Woody could do anything. He could play, you know, free, modal, fast pieces. He could play beautiful, introspective ballads. And, and this is just a great way to cap off this series on Woody Shaw. He's recording from 1982 of Diane. This has been Jazz Insights with Dr. Gordon Vernick. You can visit me on the web at gordonvernick.com and facebook.com slash jazzinsights. Jazz Insights is a production of WMLB AM 1690, the voice of the arts in Atlanta. Jazz.